Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Remen Wholesale. Expand your product with Remen Wholesale's renovation and non-QM lending products. Both renovation and non-QM can make and save deals. Remen Wholesale provides the knowledge, expertise, and complete support needed to get renovation and non-QM loans to the finish line. Let Remen help you close more deals. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome back, everyone, to a, another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I am the president of AIM membership, along with a broker owner of my own shop uh, called Priority Mortgage Lending. Uh, today, if you if you have never been to one of our events and seen this guy, he's a, he's a good time. Let's just say that. He's going to give us a lot of insight of what's going on in our industry right now, give a lot of insight on background, different ways of getting business. But today I'm going to be interviewing a mortgage broker with True Path Loans, Jerry Avila. Jerry, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, really. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, no, you're 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 like AIM. You know what I mean? Like whenever I think about AIM sometimes, I always think about you. You're, you're one of the standouts. So appreciate all the support you give to us. But why don't you start out by giving everyone just like a little bit of background of like where you came from? Because the one thing I know we want to hit on is that you came from retail, correct? I did. I, I came from I came from the big banks, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so give um, us give us your background. Yeah. So uh, I mean, originally when I when I first got into the industry, I had just come out of uh, insurance. Um, I had I had been dealing with seniors um, and moved into uh, work at Countrywide uh, when Countrywide had first opened up and. I'm sorry, not when they first opened up, when they were first going through that whole transition of uh, the market starting to deteriorate and all that, I came in to become a a loan officer. And next thing I know, I was uh, thrusted into um, trying to save people's homes and trying to jump into the foreclosure uh, department and short sales, deed and lose, uh, modifications and doing all that jazz. Uh, did that with them for about seven, uh, maybe five years before they got purchased out by Bank of America, uh, and essentially worked for Bank of America un- until as a loan closer, basically until the very end of it, which was in like 2013, 14-ish, and uh, transitioned from that to basically being on severance pay for about a year. Um, not realizing that my do not compete clause actually meant you can't go to any, any other shop, you know? Um, right. So it, it put me in a bad spot. And um, ultimately, I had to wait until the time passed. And then thankfully, during that time, um, I, I, I got a, a temp job working at Penny Mac. And I just said, you know what, dude, like, this is not going to be my, this is not going to be my jazz here. Like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, working in a, corp- a corporate office that, you know, everything has to be a certain way. And uh, it was like really just controlling um, in, in, in my feelings. So I was just like, you know what, forget this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. Um, didn't even last a week, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like looking for another job and ultimately said, you know what, I, I, I want to get in the broker in the broker channel and, and learn this side of it. Cause I hear that that's where, that's where I can really make myself seen, make myself, um, present and helpful to others. And that's where it kind of really just took off. Um, I, I learned, I met, um, the broker owner, um, and it was a funny situation too, because the way I, I met him, it was him being as candid as humanly possible. He didn't realize I was there for an interview and he had said <laughs> some stuff that man, I, I, to this day, dude, I just laugh. Um, but thanks to him and, and the opportunities he afforded me at that time, um, I was able to learn under a great mind. Um, 
that guy's name is uh, Marty Smith, and um, he he owned a, a broker shop, um, and and his knowledge basically is the knowledge that I basically just engulfed as much as I possibly could for about a year and a half. Um, and asked him during that, like maybe after a year, I was like, you know, I really want to go ahead and do this. So what do I got to do? Um, uh, in order to, to work as a broker, no longer as an LOA, um, as an assistant to you, like, I, what do I have to do? Um, he set me up with all the courses, said, this is what you got to do. You know, we'll go ahead and just, we'll take care of you. Um, they, they, they let me, they let me work and, and do my studies all at the same time. I was able to get licensed. Um, I think it took me about six to eight months or something because I was trying to do both at the same time. Um, and as soon as I got licensed, it was like, okay, sink or swim, buddy, go. Um, and, and sometimes that's the best way to learn. Oh, it, it was. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It was the best thing that could have happened to me because I came in um, right as rates jumped up in, what was it, 2018, when they were kind of where they are right now. Um, and everyone now is scared. Um, right. You, know, you see a bunch of people running scared, like, oh, what do I do? I don't know how I'm going to sell this. How am I going to sell points? It's like, where have you been? Um, because uh, from the very start, when I when I came on, I was doing non-QM. Um, when I first came into the, into the industry, that's that's my that was my focus. It was non-QM because um, I wasn't I wasn't proficient enough yet on VA. Um, took a bunch of courses to learn the VA the VA benefit, and, and but my niche at that time was was just non-QM. Um, so I really pushed hard on non-QM products, and so I had to learn to sell uh, points. Uh, and let people know it's like, hey, if you really want this rate, then this is what you got to pay. Right. Uh, and and it put me in a position to where I felt like I was in an advantage at the, at the end um, when when the market shifted and everything dropped to the to the bottom. It was like, okay, well here you go. You want this rate? This is what you can pay, or you can go ahead and do this. Here's my suggestion. This is what as far as you can go. But I, I either I recommend it or I don't recommend it. Um, and ultimately it, 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 allowed me to kind of build the trust with my clients. It, 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 uh, it taught me how to do, um, learn a lot of skills. And like I said, a lot of it came from just kind of learning under a great mind. Um, and then in turn meeting a bunch of individuals through aim and, um, <laughs> being part of bro uh, brokers are better really opened me up to so many, uh, opportunities that, you know, when it, when aim was established, I was like, I want to be a part of that. Um, I remember the very first event uh, was was Activate, and I remember winning the tickets. And I, I honestly had no plans on going because I, I I was broke. Um, I was I was struggling. Uh, my partner Johnny, he was struggling, um, but we were struggling together, and and we, we like pushed and I, I would say we we like really carried each other to a certain extent, and <clears throat> a lot of that came from essentially knowing that we we were better than where we were at the moment. It was just this was going to get better and we knew that we were together we we're going to grow and so ultimately that that moment when i won those tickets the first dude i took with me was was johnny i was like we're going we are going and um we we enjoyed that event we we got to to you know to get to meet a, a bunch of great names um you know i, I met chris in person finally uh, for the first time ever chris griffith uh met uh or re re reconnected with uh, jimmy hobson and a bunch of the cats that you know that are, are a bunch of my friends now it's and it's just like those are the individuals that i surrounded myself with uh you know i surrounded myself with casa with renee uh rodriguez and and like ben lavender was there um 
I'm like trying to remember everyone. Karen Par- Kevin Periano was there. Like we we were all just hanging out that night, and it was just like, dude, this is this is my circle. Like these are my people, um, and that's kind of that's really what drove me in this in this industry to be able to know that this is this was my place. This is where I wanted to be. Now, mind you, when we first did that first uh, first event in, in Irvine, talk about scary. Holy shit! I mean, that was that, that was scary. We really we had we we knew we had a good plan, but we really didn't know if it was going to be executed. And then right then and there, in the middle of it, we just sat there and said, "Oh, there's a need for this." You know what I mean? And then it just exploded. But so a few things you've said that that I have a I have a few questions on that I got to kind of rewind a little bit here. Was there? I know obviously you went from retail to broker, but was there a specific moment that you go, "Screw this, I'm out." I mean, besides the whole culture itself and besides the the process and everything, was there a moment you go, "I'm done"? Yeah, um, when I when I was working at uh, Penny Mac. Um, it's like I said, a lot of it has to do with culture because for me, everything has to do with the vibe, the energy in the room. And if the energy is like, who's scared to say something that that's, that's not a good energy for me. Um, and, and at the time I was like, you know what, this, this doesn't work for me. Like I, I, as much as I, I, I appreciate all the knowledge that I've learned to this point and knowing how to structure files and knowing how to do this and do that. It's like, it, it became, it started to lose its value. It, mm-hmm. It's starting to become something where it's like, well, if I, if I'm going to be limited on my growth because of somebody's opinion of me, that's not going to work for me. So I'm not I'm done I'm done playing high school, uh, you know, geriatrics over here. I'm I'm going to just go straight to to be my own and and I wanted to be independent. I wanted to be um, I wanted to be able to depend on myself and and be able to provide for not just myself, my family, and my friends. Um, ultimately, I wanted to give other people an opportunity to do what I felt like was a great industry to be a part of and uh, and something that could really really be uh something special for people okay uh now what how did you so how did true path home loans true path loans kind of that is that still with your partner or is that yeah. something so th- this is with adrian um so myself um you know as i mentioned i had started with another company and um that broker owner you know gave me such a great shot um but during that trend, there was a transitional phase there where I was kind of like, you know, I'm unhappy. Um, I want to be able to, to, to grow this. And I know that for me, that's, that's my, that's my forte. Um, I'm all about growth and development. And, and the way that I do that is typically is positioning myself with certain individuals that can strengthen my weaknesses and where I can strengthen theirs. Um, Mm -hmm. and I build teams. I, I was always a coach. So, um, I ultimately, met Adrian through uh, Vetted VA. Uh, we both just really just chatted up a lot. Um, he wanted to know how it was that I, I was always beating him to transactions to, to like to, to, to secure transactions in that were two clients that ended or well, it was more like, I think we ended up running across the same client, maybe five, five, six times. Um, and every time he was like, dude, like how, how is it that I, I can't get a single one that you and I are going up against each other? Um, and it was just like, well, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm literally taking the app over the phone at the moment and, um, having disclosures ready to go the moment we're done. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I don't waste time. Uh, the call comes in, I answer the call. I, I pick up the phone every single time. If I don't, I'm, I'm responding via text saying, Hey, I'll give you a call in 10 minutes. Um, and, and I make sure to call them back because at the end of the day, I can't let time pass and, lose out on an opportunity. So 
ultimately that relationship started building. We went to Better VA summer camp and uh, I, I was really um, inclined to go uh, between two different places. Um, and as y'all probably know, Leroy Romero, he's uh, one of my one of my really dearest friends. Um, and he, he's the one who basically said, he's like, look, you, you, you are already in the, you know, in, in this model. So why don't you go with Adrian? He's in the same thing already. You guys have a great friendship already. You guys already know and trust each other. What, what's holding you guys back from putting this together? And we both just looked at each other because it was just us three in the, in the boat. And we're like, yeah, you're kind of right. Um, and, and then I was like, you know what? Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how things go. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to commit to making any move because honestly, I, my heart was with the company I was with. They gave me such a, an opportunity um, to grow myself and, and they gave me um, they gave me support. Um, it wasn't all the support I was looking for, but they gave me support. And, and that was important to me. And I'm, I'm a loyal person. So it hurt to kind of cut ties when I did, um, but they did make a, a change. And I apologize because these guys, there's there's construction going on downstairs. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's not me. And, and it annoys the heck out of me, bro, but it, it, it happens all the time around this hour. I don't um, know, our, our producer drew in. He's pretty good. Right. We'll just see if he can remove that. Yeah, there's construction downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Keller Williams is moving in downstairs. Um, all right, well, uh, so ultimately what we ended up doing is um, – the, the company I was with, they merged with another company and they're full delegated. Um, so they were full legal, full correspondent. And I was like, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I, I can't like I, I'm looking at I'm going from 70 odd banks that I can work with. And now I'm going to be limited to basically three options. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that one set of guidelines, like I, I, nobody's going to go ahead and give me any flexibility here. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like I can't do that to my to my clients, especially my veteran clients, because that's that's where my focus drove 100% after, after 2018. Uh, 20, uh, 2018, 2019, 2020, all my whole business model was focused on just driving straight for, for VA. And, um, and, and, and everything was about just service before self. And Adrian fell right in line with that. And he, and he basically said, you know what, brother? He's like, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to pry you away from anyone. If, if this is something you want to do ever, just let me know. Um, and I was kind of given an ultimatum. It was either you stay or go, um, by the owner of, of the previous company I was with. And it wasn't, it wasn't like in a threatening way. It was more of just like, I need to know where you're going to stand. Are you going to go with us? Or are you going to, are you going to, are you going to leave us? And, and I basically told him, okay, um, give me, give me a little bit of time. I'll, I'll decide quickly. And the next morning I walked in and I, I knew where my decision was. Um, I, I went upstairs, talked to the owner and said, Hey, you know what, brother, I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Brought him a four pack of beer, <laughs> um, and, and said, Adam, you know, that, uh, caught, that that cures everything." I, I hope so. Shoot, I, I know it cured a little bit of the pain, um, but you know, it was a heartfelt situation where you know, I, I you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. People kind of see that about me, um, and and in that moment, I, I was you know, it was hurting. It was hurting, um, but at the same time, I knew I had to grow, and right. I knew that I could do so much more if just given the opportunity. So. Um, you know, uh, I ended up walking upstairs, talking to the owner, came downstairs, told the team, I was like, Hey guys, um, I'm going to move. And, um, they kind of were taken back and they were like, really? I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, then I'm coming. Um, wow. Wow. Johnny got up, 
and went upstairs, had no idea where, you know, what we were doing, how we were doing it, but we were doing it. Um, because that's, that's the, the bond, the connection, the, the, the love that we have for, for each other. And, and he was just like, nah, dude, we're doing this. And ever since then, it's me, Johnny, and then Jeff was like, dude, I don't know anything else, but what you've helped me learn so far, uh, I'm not licensed yet. So I'm, I'm going to follow you wherever you go. And, and that was the start of TPL in, 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 in Ventura County. Um, that's, and, that's and, awesome. And it, yeah, it was, you know, it was a roller coaster ride. I will not lie. It was, it was rough. It was tough, but it was, uh, filled with emotion and it was filled with a lot of desire to grow. And that, that was my, that was my biggest component there. That's, that's, well, you brought up that. I mean, that's a great story. I absolutely love that. And obviously it, it's funny when you take money out of the equation, just make a good decision. The money will follow. I've been saying that for a long time. And I think people are starting, you know, a lot of people understand that, but you brought up two things here, which is you kind of did it, you know, ass backwards in terms of when most people get into this business, they're focused on conventional FHA, you hop straight into QM. So with, with that being a set, what's your approach on, on our, I should say non-QM. Yeah. What's your approach on non-QM? It's options. Um, at the end of the day, not everybody fits the conventional box. So for me, it was always like, okay, if we can't do it this way, what are other options to do it? Um, there's the Noni, there's the, there's the bank statement loans. There's the, the, the one month bank statement, uh, you know, you, you have, you know, you have a plethora of non-QM lenders that all have a crazy one off niche product. Uh, the DSCR is big. Um, the, the no doc, um, you know, th those are all those are all there. And sometimes you need them. If you have a consumer that, you know, needs that product, then you have to be willing and able to 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 be able to help them understand what they're signing, uh, helping them understand what it is they're getting into. And then ultimately, no, this is your cost. Um, and if you're upfront and honest about that from the very get go, it changes the dynamic of the whole conversation. You no longer have all the drama. It's it, it's all about just providing them options, providing them value. And ultimately saying, I will, if you don't understand anything of, of what I'm saying here, just let me know. And I will, I will, I will drive you right, right into um, the, the path that you want to be in, but just get, let me know what it is that your wants and needs are. So I can satisfy that. And then at that point I can go ahead and move on um, and, 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 and make that happen for you. Um, and ultimately, you know, I try to tell people sometimes it's like, give yourself six months, go the conventional route. That's probably better. Just do what you need to do in order to go conventional. It's better for you. Uh, but sometimes there's no time for that. And so when that stuff happens, you, you have to be able to just say, Hey, you know what, this is your option. This is your option or that's your option. Um, you can either wait six months, but now and do this route or do now and do it that route. Um, and ultimately say, you know what, we can revisit this in a year or two and see where the rates stand and see how you've done with your taxes. And if things work out and, and the numbers work, then we can make it happen. Um, and so ultimately that's the, a, a lot of times it's just building that trust with the client and, and making sure that they know that you're there for them and not for yourself. I mean, ultimately I, I tell them all the time. It's like, look, dude, if you do this one now, I'll just, I'll probably just figure something out on, on, on the next one for you. Um, you know, I, if, if I know that it, it's just a, a sliver of time and I know that I'm gonna have to refi them again in six months, it's like, dude, I'll, I'll just work for free on the second one. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm willing to make those sacrifices because at the end of the day, it's that relationship that matters the most because that relationship could lead to multiple. Um, and, and a lot of times that's what it did for me. Um, that on the non-QM side, I, I kept 
working with restaurant owners. One restaurant owner found out that I, I was doing non-QM, did their house. All of a sudden now I was doing their entire family's houses. Um, I, I did like seven transactions out of them. And then, um, and then they referred their cousins and their uncles. And then, I mean, ultimately out of one family, I made over probably 7 million in closings. And, wow. and it was, it was nuts. I was like, wow, I'm a, I, I love this family for that reason. It's just like, you guys trust me. You guys appreciate the fact that you know that when I when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to make it happen through hell or high water, and um, and 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 that's what's earned me that that privilege of, of knowing those business owners and then ultimately getting referrals from other business owners to do the same thing. So it's um, you know it's it's interesting how that 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 kind of came about, but that was my focus on non-QM. It was just just give people options, give them give them the 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 details and and be as honest as possible so that way nobody has any any fingers to point, you know, like I, I hate the yeah. finger pointing aspect of it um, because I don't ever want to be looked at as somebody who's trying to take advantage of anyone. So I try to let them know that up front. It's like, Hey, look, I'm not the guy, I'm not a used car salesman here. I'm not going to try and and play that, that, the four, the four box um, or the four squares game thing that they do. Uh, I'm just not going to do that. I'm, I'm just going to tell you your options. This is what you can do. This is what you want to do. Uh, if you want to take your time, but this is, these are your alternatives and this is how we can go ahead and, um, and help you succeed in, in what you're trying to accomplish. And so um, that, that's, that's really what, where I, I went with on the non-QM. It was all about, it was all about service. It was all about uh, options and, and providing them their, the, the information that they needed. Well, I love it because since, since you did it kind of backwards, or I should say non-traditionally, you see a 5% interest rate, you kind of laugh like this is easy. Yeah, this is, this is no problem. So that that's cool because if you, if you change your mindset, like, I know interest rates are around 5%, you know, some high, some low, however you want to structure your deal. It's really not that bad. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, it's, it, it's not that bad. It's just the low hanging fruits out there. And if you hustle and you grind and you go out there and do it, you'll, you'll be fine. Um, so I love that you did it that way because your mindset's awesome. But then another thing you brought up was vetted VA, which is a, a great partner of ours. I mean, they, they're, they're phenomenal with us. Um, what have you taken away from vetted VA? Oh man. Um, it's, it's changed my entire approach, bro. It's changed my entire approach. I thought I was already doing things well. Um, so I'll kind of go into that a little bit, um, with, uh, kind of prefacing, um, a little bit about how, why I have my mindset, right. Um, I, I ended up joining a coaching program, um, in 2018. Uh, I was really struggling, but my coach really helped me kind of just understand, okay, when you start working on just trying to make money and all your focus is on the money, you're never going to succeed um, because your focus is on the wrong thing. Your focus should be on taking care of your clients and meeting goals, setting goals, meeting goals. Um, ultimately, that led me to try to say, OK, I need to focus on something. Um, I was working on non-QM already and I said, well, what's an area, right? Because my thing is, OK, do what others don't do. And it starts all it, it all starts in the morning for me. I get up at four o'clock in the morning, four fifteen in the morning. I go to the gym, I get done with that, and I go to the office after I, I, I get home, shower, eat, and get over here. So my routine is very stru structured and, and, and detailed. I have to start off every every morning the same way. If I don't, then I'm failing at setting myself up for success for that day. And so ultimately, what I I did at that point in time say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get good and proficient at VA. I signed up for some courses, learned, met some people. I, that, that's kind of how I met Leroy. Um, I, I met some of the some of the best names in the industry for VA through that. 
and ultimately um, created great friendships out of that. And then that led me to be in this particular group. Um, I'm not going to say what group it was, but I got bashed for some of the things I said because I said, why would a veteran have taken a, at the time it was like a five and a half, 5.75% interest rate. Um, when conventional rates were at 4.75, I'm like, why would any LO ever do that to a vet where they're taking such a high rate so they can cover their closing costs, which in, 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 they were in a particular area where closing costs were only going to be about seven, eight grand. It's like, why not try to figure out another solution to this other than jacking up the rate that far up just so they can cover their closing costs. Um, and I got bashed for it. I got told that I was, I was, um, that I didn't know what I was talking about and I can, they can tell I was broker and that I wasn't retail. Um, and I got, um, I got basically pulled aside by a few individuals and, um, one of them being Evan Wade and, uh, Andy Kunisawa and, um, and Leroy and being told like, you know what, dude, um, I think you're, you're probably better off going over here. Um, talk to this guy. Um, and that was my first opportunity to jump in into Vetted VA uh, before it was actually anything, right? Like if this is mm-hmm. base floor. Um, there was only a, a few hundred uh, veterans in there. There was a few hundred professionals in the group at the time. Um, and everyone understood no solicitation. And even then it happened. And um, what ended up connecting me and Chris at that point was the fact that I wasn't intentionally trying to solicit. I just basically said, oh yeah, I'm in California. I can, I can do that. And this is how you would do it. Um, I gave the information, but I know that at that moment in time, I was like, Hey dude, I'm, a, I'm being a hypocrite here because I'm over here telling people not to solicit. Cause I was told, you know, just, if you see it, call it out. I'm over here being a hypocrite cause I call out people and then I'm not doing it myself. Right. Um, so I called myself out. I put it on the, on the group. I, I, I remember it was like a, um, a picture of a lone wolf and, and with its tail tucked between its legs and just saying, you know what, Hey, I'm going to raise my hand here. I'm a, I'm going to call myself out. I, I shouldn't have done this. And this is my bad. This is where, where I, I will lo- live and learn from this. Um, and if I get booted, I, I understand and I accept the, the repercussions of it. And ultimately uh, Chris was awesome. He was just like, you know what, let me give this guy a call. Uh, we talked for like two hours. Um, and, and, you know, he, he really got to understand where I came from, uh, what I was about, and ultimately asked me to be part of the group and stay in the group. And ultimately, I remember being one of the first moderators in the group because of it. Um, you know, again, it's it's just the affiliation of who you, who you associate with matters a lot. Um, if you know how to align yourself with individuals that actually care about something passionately, um, it shows and it, and it tends to have ramifying effects on not just yourself, not just on them, but on everyone that's around both of them, uh, both of those individuals. So for me, it was my entire team. My entire time, my entire team saw that I shifted my focus on how I dealt with, with people. Um, hell, even in the group, I, I, I screwed up and I, I, and I say I screwed up because I know I screwed up. I, I told somebody to be better. Um, totally wrong approach, totally too, too gaudy of an approach. And, and, and I, I took, I, I took the wrong stance. And it, 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 it showed me adjust your stance. Um, and it, and it, it always takes me back to when they were going through the whole uh, arms training in summer camp. It was like, adjust your shot, adjust your aim. If you, if you focus on, 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 on the target, you will, you will be able to uh, execute that. And ultimately I, I adjusted, I pivoted, I, 
made self adjustments to myself in order to be better for the consumer. And, and ultimately, um, they, the conversations that Chris and I have had and, and Nathan um, really went into detail about that. That's the reason why they, they love me being part of the organization is because of what adjustments I was willing to make and take ownership of, of, of it and, and the guilt that I felt too for the way I approach things. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it's changed. It's changed a lot about me, brother. It's uh, my approach in, in life and in, in my approach with my, my kids, with, with work, with my team, everything's about, Hey, let's soften the approach. Let's readjust. Let's, let's learn how do we, how do we change our approach in order to make things better? Um, and, and it's, isn't, isn't that what it's all about though? Always. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know why it's so hard for some people. It's so hard to understand that it's not that hard. You live, you learn, you say, you're sorry, you become a better person for it. Like one of the, one of the coolest things in the world is to be able to say you're wrong. I'm yeah. sorry. Say you're wrong. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you're, you're truly sorry if you change. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I mean, that all really comes back to me always to, to when I've coached, right? Like I always try to put um, people in position to, to win. And, and the way I did that, it was always like, Hey, look, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to change. This is how you, this is how you adjust. And this is what you need to do in order to work on those things in order to get better. Um, and as a coach, I was always one to lead by example. I mean, I was a heavy dude. I, I was, I was like 400 pounds. Um, and I was trying to run around with kids. Um, and, and, and if, if I could do it, if I could do it at a 400 pound dude running around the field and keep up with you kids, you kids can do this and you guys can body up against me and you guys can press on me. You guys can do whatever it is that you guys need to do. Um, and that was on the soccer field, on the baseball field. Like I literally would put myself in, in with them because of that reason, because I knew that if they had a little bit more of a challenge, a little bit more of a struggle to go up against an adult they would be that much better when it was time to play on the field against peers of their own age and their size. Why? Because at the end of the day, they struggled more. They fought yep. for it more. And that's, that's the area where I felt like that's where I, I, I was willing to go through that, that struggle, that fight, that, um, that grit that you need to, you need to, to have. Um, I felt like that's kind of where, where it came from is, is, is and, and that's what I share with my team. It's like, that's what I want you guys to have. I want you guys to find another Avenue. Keep looking for five, six different ways to make this thing happen before you ever try to kill a deal. Like there, there shouldn't be a deal that can die. Never. If you've pre-approved it and you know that it's a deal, it's a deal somewhere. Let's figure it out. Right. That's our job. That's why, yeah. that's why we're the experts. So the, your, your, your philosophy, Jerry, your philosophy and everything in your, I absolutely love. Um, I got to switch gears here real quick though. Cause as you know, it's a name podcast. So we got to yeah, switch gears. Right? <laughs> so uh, and for people that don't know, we, we like to call, you know, the brokers are better network is basically our vendor network, right? You have to understand the, the value of that because we have vetted all these out and we know they're broker friendly. So with, with, with the BAB network that, that we have, which ones do you use? So, um, I use lead pops cause that's where I run my site out of. Um, uh, I've, I've used line desk for many years. Um, uh, MMI, uh, MBS highway. Those have all been, um, pretty mainstays of, of my, uh, of what I use uh, to this day, Lead Pops, MBS Highway, and uh, I actually put I, I actually canceled out my line desk only because I have um, a different one through through uh, our office. But I put my wife on line desk, uh, <laughs> the realtor, and so uh, my credit guy is huge for me. That one's been uh, part of my my 
kind of service options for my clients when they're not quite ready. Um, and uh, I was using pre-approved me and I've used Zenix before. And all those are, you know, again, all of them are great options. Um, but the ones that I really felt were um, were always there for me um, have always been lead pops. Um, Finlocker. Finlocker was huge um, because that, that came. I remember doing that through Vetted VA. Um, Canva is another one. I use Canva for everything. Um, I design my own business cards. Um, I design my own flyers, uh, postcards, all that stuff. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do a lot of that myself just because I have fun with it. Um, I can design stuff all the time. And so um, those are those are all like critical pieces of the puzzle, right? Uh, Adobe, I think, is, is on here. Uh, yeah, Adobe's uh, Adobe's part of the, the, the network. Um, and the, that one's huge for me, too, because then I can literally just send a, a document right from my phone and just shoot it out and get it signed and done move on um so those are those are all like pieces of of the puzzle that i use like i said i use about five six of them um and i've basically cut out about two to three of them um but I yeah. mean, I'm, still, I'm still using as many as possible just because they are a resource they're huge for me because if i wouldn't have those then i'd probably have struggles in trying to get my stuff done um and so yeah those are those are huge for me yeah no so then like we are like i always say about the the bab network is this is that I mean, we're, we're over 35 um, vendors, you know, I mean, I, I know we're going to try to get to 50 by the end of the summer, then kind of call it quits and reevaluate. We don't want too many out there. It's these are just the, so people understand the brokers are better network. This is just one of those things where it's these are available to you. If you use them, great, not no big deal. We're just trying to give everyone resources and technology to help grow their business. And I'm glad you use some of those. No, oh, yeah, definitely. man. I, I can't I can't thank the, the people that I've worked with um, with a lot of these companies so much because of all the all the, the the benefit and the help that they give me um i mean heck for me to have started my own website and like try to build it from scratch myself um and, and I, I kid you not brother that that was one of the hardest things i did it was so time consuming and then updating it was so time consuming um it just became i was like you know what this is nuts i can't do this myself um i you know i was trying to I was trying to run run my business and run my website and run uh, a, a household like it, it just wasn't working so um you know I, I really put into play a lot of these um a lot of these resources and and have used them ever since so i'm, I'm you know i'm proud of that of, of being able to know that the organization brings brings people along that are going to be really all about helping us grow our business yep yeah, and Lead Pops is a great partner of ours, so I want to give them a quick shout out here. So, you know, one of the other things you brought up here, and this is probably arguably going to be one of the, the last things we touch on because you've already given us so much time. Can't appreciate it enough. I mean, I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, but with that being said, like culture, you know, I, I think especially now when times are probably a little bit more stressful, everyone's not taking that low hanging fruit. Culture is, is a big thing. So I got a two part question for you here is, is one, how do you make sure everything's not transactional? And then how do you use that to stay on top of your goals? Um, so I would say how to make it not transactional, care about it, really have a have a care about that, not not just not just the, the client, but your processor, your LOAs, your your counterparts in the office, like everyone matters everyone's there for support. And if they know that you're there and you have their back, they're going to have your back. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that more than anything is what drives success for, in, in my opinion. It's, it's yeah. about what we do together. One person can stand alone, but if, if there's a, a strong enough gust of wind, that person may fall. 
But when you have when you have a wall of people that are all standing together, that that may not fall so easily. That's yeah, going to take some really, you know, heavy hitting stuff to, to, to knock them down. Um, and that's that's the way we work. I mean, that's the that's the mentality that we have. And, you know, we, we've got each other. And like I told you uh, from the very start, I've had Johnny and, and Johnny's always been been my my, my biggest supporter and, and also my biggest critic. Um, but for that same reason, I got to be held accountable. I got to set my goals. I got to set my expectations and, and, um, and whatever limited beliefs I have, uh, I got to throw them out the door and, 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 and live up to the expectations that I have for myself and for our team. And so, you know, we, we've discussed it. We know what goals our, our, our team has for, for growth and, uh, and for development. And, and ultimately we know that we will hit them. And I mean, I, I, I met my five-year plan, my five-year goal. I met it in three years, thanks to a lot of the, the changes that happened. Um, and, and, and also part of it is because of the partnerships that I have. So having, having all these options available to me and then having Adrian step up and just say, you know what? Yeah, dude, if you're wanting to join me, let's do this. Um, you know, it, it's, it's having, you know, the vetted VAs, the, 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 you know, the brokers are better, uh, group when it first started and, and now aim being so, so big, um, you know, having all you guys as, as, as our support, man, I mean, that, that really is what entrenched us into really saying like, this is what we're about. This is where we're going to be. This is what we're going to do. And, um, and that's, that's kind of why we're here. You know, that's why, that's why I feel like I'm able to be myself and be successful. And, and like I said, I mean, I make friends with everybody. Man. I, I make Yeah, with you everybody. do that. I, I will vouch for you on that one. You do. <laughs> I do. I, Cause I'm not scared. I'm dude. It, what's the worst thing somebody's going to say? I don't like you. Right. Okay. My bad, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I, I ramble. Uh, I, I do that a lot. That annoys the hell out of people sometimes, I'm sure. And I, and I tell my clients all the time. It's like, hey, dude, it, it, let me let me just tell you something right off the bat. If I'm rambling too much and you need me to shut up, just say, hey, dude, you're talking too much. Shut up. I'm not going to take offense to it. I'm okay with it. Just But just tell me. I can't fix what I don't know. So, um, and, and that's what, honestly, that usually breaks, breaks a lot of the tension in the conversation right off the bat. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I try to live with that uh, as much as I can, but I tell people, it's like, this is me, man. If you, if you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. That's who I am. Um, and, and, and that's what, you know, that's what, like I said, that's, that's what makes me, me. And that's what makes our team the way it is. Love it. Absolutely love it. So Jeremy, I'm going to ask you one more question. And I'm going to, I'm going to let you get out of here and go kill your goals as you as you're way ahead of the schedule here which is awesome but let's just say you know we got fuse coming up here and man it's it's only it's not that far away really i mean this this thing sneaks up on me all the time uh but let's say you're on stage you're you're sitting there in front of four thousand four thousand of our peers out there and you want to give one piece of advice to the entire broker community in the state that we're in right now uh what are you telling them so it's a few things. I would usually um, want to say that I, 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 I'm so like, just like Todd Bitter, you pick up that damn phone. Yeah. I don't care if I'm in the shower. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm answering the damn phone. Um, and not only that, but, but do it for the right reasons. Take care of the, take care of the person, um, take care of the individual that you're serving. Cause remember we're, we're a service industry as much as we're in sales, we're a service. Our service matters, and if, if we do things right, if we take care of people, people will take care of us. And ultimately, if we really focus on that and really drive in, in taking ourselves out of the equation and really just focusing on the consumer, everything else will fall in place. The same goes for our staff and our teams. If we take ourselves out of the equation, learn to approach our, our stance and, and deliver a message in a different manner, 
um, then we're going to be able to be a lot more successful than being stubborn and hard-headed about something and wanting to just you know rip people. So my my big thing is is is, is learn to learn to approach differently. Be kind. Um, be generous with people, uh, with your time, your effort, and and your energy, and uh, and and you should receive more in like kind. Um, if if you really do it uh, with that intention, um, your intentions matter the most, though. That's awesome. I absolutely love it. I love it. I, I I'm gonna get off this podcast, and I'm I'm, I'm like motivated. <laughs> I love these. That's why I always talk about these podcasts. I love them because I get selfish with them. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do get selfish with them because then I go down a route that I think is going to help me, which obviously I hope every helps everyone else. And and you hit you hit all the nails on the head today, my man. I just love your outlook and. And, and hope that everyone right now kind of takes that outlook a little more. It's, it's, you know, we're a service business that can truly help people and there's enough money there that we will all live comfortably. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody's, so, nobody's our competition, bro. We're, we're, we're all just, we're just family, bro. We can, yeah. we can all, we can all succeed. Absolutely love it. So Jerry, once again, thank you. And brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all of our broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and really anywhere else you can download podcasts. Do me a favor, subscribe to it, rate our podcast, leave a review. It helps us get the word out there and spreads the word that brokers are better. And Jerry, as always, you're one of them, my man. I appreciate your time today. Appreciate it, brother. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.